An angry Karen tries to steal my waffles. This happened a few years ago. There was this one sunny Sunday, and I was in a particularly good mood. I was walking around my new neighborhood. All of the houses were built at the same time, and about 50 families moved in and got settled in the last few months back then. People were still getting to know each other. I noticed a bunch of Girl Scouts going door-to-door with homemade waffles. As I walked past them, they approached me and tried to get me to buy some waffles. I told them to follow me back to my house, as I didn't bring money on my walk. While walking... We spoke a little, and it turned out that their sale had been underwhelming. I decided to buy all of their waffles. I was handed out easily over 100 waffles. If I remember correctly, I spent about 60 to 70 euros. They ran off extremely happy. I figured I'd open up my garage, pop up a small plastic table I keep in my garden shed, and plug in my waffle iron to heat up the waffles. I filled bowls with all kinds of sugar and placed a few syrups next to it. Next, I invited all the new neighbors over to my driveway for a free waffle by texting our Facebook group. Sure enough, a couple of families were keen and a small crowd gathered. It was all fun and games. People got to know each other, we had some wonderful warm waffles, and we even got to make some fun waffles with some killer toppings on them. After some time, a frowning lady, who for some reason appeared to be in quite a hurry, made her way through my neighbors and approached me. I hadn't seen her before. She asked what all this was and why it was happening. I told her the entire story and that it was based on a whim. I don't know how to describe her her that would do her character justice, but she was very in your face, way too intense. So they're free? She asked. Well, yeah, I told her. I told her again I meant to bring the neighbors together, but that I'd happily provide her with a gloriously topped waffle, too. She said, no, none of that, and said she'd have a bag. She wanted no less than 20 waffles. Now, I'm usually not one for confrontation, and I was already deciding to comply, but then I realized I don't owe her anything, and backed up by the frowns of my neighbors, I told the lady that that definitely was not what I had in mind when I bought the waffles. I told her I was happy to prepare her one or two, but I wasn't going to hand them out in large numbers to a complete stranger. She then raised her volume and got offended. She yelled at me what my deal was and why she was the only one denied waffles. Thankfully, the neighbor stepped in. I said that everything here had good intentions and even apologized for taking her chance to buy waffles from the Girl Scouts. I offered her to buy some off me if she wanted them that bad, as I still had plenty, but she was adamant on getting them for free. No way. Everyone got theirs for free. I won't be the only one paying. Something like that. Multiple attempts were made to reason with her and to make her see the intention of our events. All of this was to no avail. My neighbors eventually isolated her from the group and after some continuous blabbering from her to a poor guy who hadn't even said a word, she stormed off. It kind of ruined the mood, but I decided to let it pass. Other families were still coming in and the situation quickly became a bonding moment. Most were surprised hearing about it. Some already knew her and were less surprised. About 45 minutes to an hour later, two unknown, very friendly kids showed up and ate some waffles. Most people had left by then and I was just having drinks with some of the guys who stuck around. I had a few waffles left and the kids asked if they could bring some home. So I said, well, yeah, why not? Happy faces ran off with a few waffles towards a lady in the distance. Yep, it was the angry Karen. And yeah, those were her kids. She flipped me off in front of her kids, yelled something which I didn't understand and they walked off in the distance. We had to process that for a while. Meanwhile, the angry Karen is quite infamous around our neighborhood. She lives a few streets further. She's employed as a caregiver in a retirement home, and she's an absolute terror. She dumps her trash in other people's bins so she doesn't have to pay as much for her garbage. She blocks driveways. On several cases, she's been reported as a package thief. She calls the cops on anything, has been seen to abuse neighborhood cats. The list goes on. Her kids are super sweet, though, which was remarkable. I luckily have 
haven't seen her much ever since the waffle incident. This Karen is absolutely insane. She rolls up in there in an impromptu event and tries to steal all of the waffles. This is like a really bad Batman villain. I mean, who walks up there and says, I want 20 waffles? Like, can she not read the room? I'm very happy that the original poster did not cave to this crazy Karen's demands, but it's especially disgusting that she got her kids to do her dirty work for her. Overall, it sounds like this guy has a weird, crazy Karen neighbor, and hopefully she never shows her ugly face around his parts ever again. Is it weird for my parents to have security cameras all around my house? Now, I don't think any cameras are in my room, but they do threaten to hide more cameras if I misbehave, though I know they aren't being serious. There are cameras in the living room, the yard, hallway, around the stairs, and in some corners of the upstairs area directly outside my room. The main reason my parents give for having cameras is due to security. Since they are both very paranoid of potential robbers, they insist that they don't have the time or effort to check what I'm up to through the cameras, but that does not make me feel assured enough. I am a person who is already annoyed by the countless strict rules they impose on me, even though I'm 18. I value my privacy, and having cameras around the house makes me super uncomfortable. My parents get mad at me when I bring it up because they don't understand my concerns. My mom keeps saying that if there are cameras in school and shopping centers, I shouldn't be worried that there are cameras in the house too. Neither of my parents have the common decency to understand me. And also my dad gets super mad when I express how uncomfortable I am because he says it seems like I'm suspecting him to be a bad person or something. Does anyone have cameras around the house or is this super creepy? This is a tricky one because I do know of people who have cameras outside their house to monitor who comes in and out. I also know a few people who have cameras inside their house for like watching their pets or even just keeping an eye on things if you live in a neighborhood that might be a little sketchy. But I don't know too many people who have that many cameras. And from the sounds of it, it looks like all the cameras are pointed at this kid's room. I mean, it seems like the parents are kind of saying without saying it that they don't really trust their daughter. I think if she wants to find a way around it or to find some kind of common ground, she can see if she can have access to the cameras. For security purposes, you would think that she would want access. Like what if she's home alone and she hears something at night? Wouldn't you want to have access so you can kind of check out the house and see what's going on? Or is this only for their parents to have? It might be a good way for her to have a conversation with them without them getting upset. Usually these camera systems have some kind of phone app or something where you can watch the cameras. Overall, I can totally understand where this girl is coming from of feeling uncomfortable by it, and it's really unfortunate that her parents are not more understanding. A crazy Karen tried to steal my daughter's Nintendo Switch. For a bit of background, this story happened in September 2021. My family and I were planning this trip to Mexico for six months, where we would spend time with our family. The day to travel came, and I was with my daughter at the boarding gate minding my own business, as everyone should do. My daughter was next to me playing on her Nintendo Switch. Then, all of the sudden, a kid showed up next to us and just watched my daughter play her games. This was fine. Kids are just being kids sitting together. Everything started when this kid wanted to take the console from my daughter's hands, saying, You don't know how to play. Give it to me. My daughter is around four years old, and she's learning the controls. And this kid was eight or nine years old. I quickly react and grab the Nintendo Switch and told this random kid that it's not his and he should go with his family. I thought everything was fine. Then 10 minutes later, this kid's parents roll up and this wild Karen rushes me and starts screaming, You assaulted my son. Give back what you have stolen. I just put on a face saying, What are you talking about? And stand up covering my daughter. And of course, everyone was looking at us at this point as this lady continues to scream, Security, please help. We're in danger. I continued in a calm and collected manner and just watched her until the police came. And that's when she starts to tell her version of the story. Then the cops turned to me and I told them that she was lying. The Karen
girlfriend was not having it. She was mad at my version, and I don't know what she told her son, but suddenly her son starts crying, saying he's really scared of me. Long story short, she continues to yell, argue, and demand to give my daughter's console to her son that apparently I stole. They took me in a small room until they could verify through the surveillance cameras exactly which story was the truth, mine or hers. Spoiler alert, I was correct. Once they told me I was correct and good to go, I decided to press charges on this lady for harassing me and my daughter and threatening us. After the dust settled, she was kicked out of the airport, and boy oh boy was she not happy. She went full Karen rage mode when they were taking her out. All the while, I'm on the plane sitting pretty, ready to travel to Mexico. It's crazy to me that this lady literally tried to steal from this kid's daughter. I mean, this bratty eight-year-old comes up and tries to steal a Nintendo Switch from a four-year-old, and the mother tries to pull it off as if it's theirs. From what I saw, this seems super coordinated, so I wouldn't be surprised if this lady was somehow coercing her son into stealing Nintendo Switches. But at the end of the day, justice prevailed, and this Karen got exactly what she deserved. My boyfriend broke up with me for having male friends. My boyfriend and I have been together for eight months. Things have been great, and I thought we had a solid trusting relationship up until now. This all started this month, when after me saying I wanted to break things off, after a huge argument and us starting to talk again, my boyfriend requested to check my phone for reassurance that I wasn't talking to anyone else. Now this break had only lasted for a few days, so I hadn't begun to seek anyone else out, as I still loved him deeply, and I'm just not the type of person to move on quickly. I told him that I really did not want him to do that, as having someone look through my phone to check my loyalty is something I communicated that I'm extremely uncomfortable with. I told him this, and I got upset, saying that it shouldn't be an issue if I had nothing to hide, and that he just wanted to see to reassure him that I was loyal. I eventually gave in and showed him my social media to prove I wasn't talking to anyone new, but he took my phone out of my hands and wouldn't let me have it back, which started a huge argument. He said that the look on my face when he wanted to check my DMs told me everything he needed to know, when in reality, I was simply upset that he took my phone, pushed me off him when I tried to take it back, and simply didn't trust me after having been together for eight months. I truly had nothing to hide. It was the way that he was acting that caused me to have such a negative reaction. Fast forward a couple weeks later, and he's still upset about the incident. He's had my phone and all my social media accounts blocked for at least a week, and said that he'll unlock them when he sees a change. This change he was referring to involved me deleting every mail off my social media because he wanted to be the only man in my life, and didn't trust me to have any male friends. This included one of my closest friends, who is a guy. We have been friends for several years, and chat and see each other in college all the time. I never thought that our friendship would be an issue, and he is not a straight man, and has never expressed the slightest amount of interest in me, and vice versa. I told my boyfriend that although I loved him and valued our relationship, asking me to cut off every other male in my life, and isolating me from one of my best friends is something I cannot do, especially when it's okay for him to have female friends. He went on about how I'm choosing my friend over him, and he hopes all those dudes are worth it saying how I'll never find someone that treats me better than he does and that he can't be with someone like me. He then proceeded to break up with me and I don't know what to do or how to feel anymore. I'll say it for all of us, this lady dodged a huge loser. The fact that this guy would try and isolate her from any other guy in her life is crazy. I mean, how self-conscious can you possibly be? What a controlling psychopath. Like, who does that? It would be different if she was actively looking and speaking with other guys that would then give him reason to think that she's not being loyal, but to 
to just automatically assume that she's not being loyal just by being friends with guys on her social media is a new level of insecurity that I haven't seen in a very long time. The problem is honestly on the guy in this situation. The girl did not do anything wrong. And in all honesty, this is not someone that she wants in her life. His behavior is not normal, it's abusive, and it could only get worse over time. She absolutely deserves better, and she dodged a very big bullet. My boyfriend won't stop talking like an Elden Ring character, and it's driving me crazy. I've been dating my boyfriend for about three and a half years now, and we've been living together for two years. Overall, I would say our relationship has always been great. I love him very much, and I wouldn't want anyone else. I'm not really into video games, but I like watching my boyfriend play when he comes home from work. Lately, all he's been playing is Elden Ring, which I'm sure some of you will know. He really enjoys it, and it makes me happy that he's having fun, but I feel like he's getting a bit too into it. For about three weeks now, he's been talking like the characters from the game basically nonstop, putting on a weird accent and being unnecessarily vague about everything. I've tried bringing it up to him multiple times over the past few weeks, but all he does is chuckle and then go back into whatever he's doing. I'm not sure what to think of this. I feel like at this point, he's just doing it because he knows it annoys me, and the thought of him doing something like that is very painful. I really don't want to break up with him, but I feel like I'll go insane if I have to endure this any longer. Should I just wait for him to stop? I'm sure he will eventually, but the idea that he would do something like this to me in the first place is really bothering me. First and foremost, I have to say that I understand where the addiction to Elden Ring is coming from, but I can also see where the girl is coming from where she's getting annoyed at the way her boyfriend is acting. So I don't blame her for telling him to please stop acting like this. It's kind of weird. Now, going as far as breaking up with him because of this, I think is a little extreme, but I think having an honest conversation with him would probably go really far. My new puppy is tearing my relationship apart. After I moved in with my girlfriend mid last year, she has been wanting to get a dog. No rescue, no baggage, no mixed breed. She just wanted a puppy. Last week, she got what she wanted. A purebred 11-week-old border collie. Since then, she has regretted the decision and wanted to take her back. I think she didn't realize that puppies bark, chew, bite, and whine. They scratch and are smelly, noisy and dependent on you. I spent the week leading up researching about puppies. She preferred to learn in the moment. I went out and bought everything we needed and took time off work to help our pup transition into our lives. My girlfriend hates that I split my time between them and we have been fighting about it all week. I haven't had much time because while my girlfriend is at work, I've been socializing, training and looking after our puppy. A couple of times, I have heard some possibly abusive things from my girlfriend. She started yelling at the dog to wake up while it was sleeping so it would sleep during the night and not make sounds. She also threatened to leave the dog in her crate to sleep outside. Just today, I returned home after being away for five minutes to hear the puppy whining. At the time, we were cleaning, so we put the puppy in the crate just to sit there while we did our thing. My girlfriend said, we're all suffering so much, and implied that we should just let the dog cry. She's not interested in training, yells at her a lot, and doesn't share the same views on socializing. I'm working as hard as I can to solve everyone's problems here, but I'm not sure when it's not worth pursuing anymore. It seems like she wants the cute, adorable dog without any of the work. That's like saying you want kids without having to change diapers, clean up vomit, or take them to school. Like, that's not how this works. Baggage does come along with puppies, even if they're new. Like, you gotta clean up after them, and you have to train them correctly. Seems like the guy in this situation is the only one who realized what actually is gonna have to happen with a new dog in the house. The girlfriend here is showing some true colors, and it's really alarming. So yeah, I think if this guy wants to try and salvage this relationship with this girl, then the dog is probably gonna have to go. 
ago, unfortunately. My parents stole all of my money. This happened in 2015. I was 18 and about to move out on my own. Prior to this, I had a savings account my parents helped me set up, and I'd been putting money into it any way I could for almost three years. Birthday money, odd jobs, part-time after-school jobs, washing dishes, anything I could. And I'd managed to get a few thousand into it. I'd really been wanting to move out because I had two little brothers that absolutely drove me up a wall. My parents loved making me the live-in babysitter whenever I wasn't working, which is why I used the excuse to work as much as I could. When the time came, I wanted to move out. My parents said they wanted me to stay because they needed my help and were wanting me to start paying rent to help with the bills. But I held my ground that I wanted to live on my own. I'd already paid the deposit and first month's rent on an apartment without telling them. And by that point, I had a local full-time job. So I was set to move out after about another month. So when they found that out, they freaked out and told me to get out that day if I wanted to be out on my own so bad. I packed what I could and left to go to my aunt and uncle's house. It was a four-mile ride with a bicycle that I had a small trailer hooked to. When I told my aunt and uncle what happened, they were very angry and took me in right away. A couple days later, I went to withdraw all the money from my account and I saw it was empty. My parents had come in the day before and cleaned it out. All the bank could do was give me a balance statement saying so. Because my parents were co-signers on the account, that meant they had access to the money too. I was livid and immediately told my aunt and uncle as soon as I could. They were beyond angry too. Then my aunt got an idea and started calling up other members of the family to tell them what my parents had done. It wasn't long before everybody knew. My other aunts and uncles, cousins and grandparents were furious and let my parents have it. I don't know what kind of excuse my parents gave them, but it didn't work. The next time I saw my parents, they showed up to my aunt's and uncle's house to yell at me. When they saw me, my mother threw some money at me and called me an ungrateful brat for telling everyone. My aunt then said it was her who told everyone, not me. I looked at the money they'd thrown me, and it was just some play kids money my brothers had. I asked where the real money was, and my parents said they already used it to pay off a credit card debt. I said I wanted the money they stole from me back for real, but they refused and said it was their right to take it since they opened the account for me, and I still have a job. My expenses at the moment were fine because my next paycheck was deposited in a new account, and I was able to save until the apartment was ready, but my parents took a lot of heat from my aunt and uncle until they left. My cousin also used to babysit for my parents when I was busy, and she not only refused to do so again after what they did, but told me she put out the word to other teen babysitters on social media to avoid my parents because they were thieves. By the time I was living in my apartment, my parents finally couldn't take the social stigma anymore and met me to compromise. They said they couldn't pay me back all at once and asked for a payment plan. I had the exact number of the amount they'd stolen, and I said I wanted it all back. They actually tried to haggle me down to half the total, but I refused to take anything but the full amount. They reluctantly agreed and gave me $200 a month in cash for two years before it was all paid back. Now I barely see my parents, let alone speak to them, and they clearly still blame me for what happened too, because their reputation in the family never recovered. But I don't care. They were thieves that paid the piper. So I did the math, and it looks like these parents stole $4,800 from their kid. I mean, how gross and disgusting is that? I cannot fathom trying to work so hard to get your own apartment, only to then find out that your savings that you've worked so hard for is completely cleaned out. You would hope that you would be able to trust your parents with something as precious as money in a situation like this. But it sounds like this person has terrible parents who are just absolute garbage human beings. It's also really cool that their extended family came to their 
their defense and shunned these parents for the thieves that they are. At the end of the day, you got to be careful and look out for yourself because you never know when something like this could happen to you, even with people you would think would love and care for you the most. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for more. Turn on notifications so you never miss a video.